When's the time to make that career change when you're a black woman over 40? The answer is now. Hey everybody, welcome back to This Woman Can. I am your host Janice Sutherland. Now thanks to the pandemic, the world is desensitised to career change. There's a normalcy about it. In fact, there's probably an expectation that many people will change careers. Of the women I've coached, many of them have spent many, many years working for organisations, giving their all to enhancing that organisation's brand or have been pursuing a career maybe in a field not of their choice. Now, sometimes that's out of necessity. Sometimes that's really to make their family proud. But either way, they've now been given the time to reflect and they realise that what they're currently doing just doesn't align with their passions or their values. But they struggle. They struggle to make that move. And you need to understand if this is you, when deciding to leave, you need to understand that it's your right to do what's best for you and to move with courage because you no longer have to feel obligated or indebted to a company if it's no longer servicing your ultimate career goals. And right now is a great time, absolutely great time, as I said, to make that change. If you're still feeling a little trepidatious, a little trepidation, let me share a few points that will help you in your decision making. Number one, first and foremost, recognise that you can do this. You're not alone. And there are absolutely plenty of resources to help you with your transition. You have skills, knowledge and experience that make you a valuable employee. So that big career change, that change you're looking to make, may be easier to navigate than you think. Although the current situation is is likely to be temporary, yeah, it may provide the perfect opportunity for you to take stock of where you currently are in your career and where you'd like it to go in the future. Although making a significant career change at absolutely any age can be a challenge. Yeah, sometimes, let's be honest, there can be some particular issues that women over 40 face during these challenging times. So I would say to you to start by asking yourself, what would you like to do? What are your interests? What's important to you? What difference do you want to make? And the question I always like to ask, if money wasn't an issue, what would I be doing right now? So just sit down, spend some time journaling and as many options as possible without worrying whether they're the right answer or not, whether, whether they're realistic. The trick here isn't necessarily to find the perfect role right away, but it's all about getting a list of things that interest or excite you. Um, and so together, when they become whatever ideas you come up for future consideration, you can have something to connect back with. Secondly, know, know that it's okay to ask for help. You know you can't do it alone. A lot of us, especially black women, especially as black women, we want to do it all alone. We want to show we're independent and strong. However, let me say here, asking for help is a sign of strength, not weakness. It shows that you're able to be vulnerable, that you can accept feedback and advice from others and that you're willing to collaborate with them, you know, for your own benefit. Recognising that you cannot do everything alone allows other people opportunities to help you. 
One of the most important things I've learned is how to ask for help. And let's be honest, when you do that, it shows maturity and good leadership skills. Because you've got to keep in mind that no one knows absolutely everything, no matter how much we think we do. And it's okay to ask questions from trusted resources. The people you're asking may find this an opportunity to work with you, which allows them to practice their skill set. Or it may be an opportunity for you to teach them what you know about your industry or craft. Either way, people love helping others. Thirdly, ask questions and ask them often. Don't tire of asking questions. As you embark on your career transition, confidence is key. And the best way to feel confident is to know what your next steps are. Now, if you don't know, and if you don't know what they are, ask questions and ask them often. I'll keep saying that. Don't be afraid to ask those questions. That's a piece of advice I've always been given. And even if you think something is simple or it shouldn't need to be explained, it's still important for you to ask. It's still important for you to seek clarification rather than maybe making that mistake or running around trying to find the answers, you know, and making mistakes that could have been avoided. Don't feel embarrassed about asking questions or that or feel like you have to be the expert before you start trying new things in, in, in your new career field. Just make sure that you ask the right questions so that you can get the answers that will help you at becoming successful at whatever it is you see your new venture will entail. Four, number four, it's not necessary to have all the answers. That's a bit like asking, but you don't have to have all the answers before you take actions. One of the things I see that holds women or people back from taking action is the fear of making a mistake or doing something wrong. But in reality, taking action absolutely any direction, north, south, east or west, will get you closer to your goal and provide opportunities to learn along the way. Listen to me, you don't need to know exactly how to accomplish everything before you start. The key here is to just take small steps that move you forward towards your goals. Once you have a plan, you have goals working towards it. And you've got to be willing to make those mistakes while you're trying out different actions until you find the best solution, whatever work or what works best for you. It's okay if you don't do things perfectly, as long as you're learning and growing as a result of those efforts. Number five, I want you to understand that it's okay to move outside of your comfort zone. You know, you often hear women say, I don't like to do that. And if you recognize these words or that you're, or you're very familiar, you know, with being in your comfort zone, you know, that's a safe place where we feel secure from being embarrassed and from failing. But it's essential. It's essential that you understand that it's really OK to move outside your comfort zone. That's where the magic happens. So get uncomfortable. Get comfortable with the uncomfortable. Number six. Be willing to let go of what no, what no longer serves you or feels right. We often hold on to things for sentimental reasons. And that's okay, sometimes. But when you're doing it out of fear of guilt, um, instead of an honest desire to hold on to something, 
that's when you've got to let it go. You've got to let go. You've got to move on. Do an assessment of your current situation. Which aspects of what you're doing are making you happy? Which things are making you unhappy but can be changed? Which things just don't make you happy and can't be changed? You know, what, you know, you know that. Once you understand what's in your power to change, make a plan and then get on with it. Start moving. If it's not something that makes sense now, but there might be room for it later, look at the possibilities for that too. For, you know, let me share an example with you. You know, are there ways I can incorporate my interests of plants into, into my work in a different way? You know, I love the garden. Could I start a side hustle while maintaining my current nine to five? You'll know where the opportunities lie once you take that time to analyse your situation honestly. And lastly, recognise the need for a coach. Coaching is not just for sports stars or for business execs, it's for anyone. With respect to your career, a coach can help you navigate the transition from one career to another. They'll guide you and help you identify, you know, what's your purpose, your passions, your strengths and weaknesses and help you set goals for the long, the long and short term. Let me quote, let me give you a quote from a recent client when after we had one session. She said, you're very insightful and you get it. It feels so good to know you see me and understand what I'm faced with in my career. So a coach will not do the work for you. They're not meant to replace your own research efforts, but someone like me can help you as you navigate what you're going to do, where you're looking at the roles that are more suitable for you. They can also help you answer questions such as, what if I'm unhappy with my current position or industry? You know, I'm not quite sure where to go. Where do I see myself in the next two years? What kind of role do I need in the future? One that will make me happy. Why should, you know, I can hear you say, why should I hire a career coach when I can Google all this, you know? And yeah, you can get it online. The internet has lots of information, but there's no filters. There's no personalized recommendation suggestions for how to apply it to your situation. It tells you, you know, what, how to do it, you know, what to do, but tells you how to do it. And what works for one person may not be right for another. Coaching exists. Coaches exist because they have experience in your field and understand where their clients are coming from. Someone like me, you know, I have been where you are. You know, I know what it's like to switch careers later in life, in midlife or mid-career. And, you know, many like myself that have made that leap themselves. So, if I've piqued your interest, don't forget you can we can have a quick chat about your career options and what your next steps are. Just visit JaniceSutherland.com to find out more about how I can support your mid-career goals. And don't forget, if I can, you can, this woman can. Take care until next time. 